You're listening to Creators in Saigon, a podcast based in the rapidly modernizing city of Saigon, Vietnam. I'm Dana, and together with my co-hosts, Tuesi and Nico, we interview the most inspiring creative entrepreneurs Saigon has to offer on topics about life, relationships, creativity, business, health, and more. We are all coaches specializing in different areas, but our common goal is to inspire you to reach your full potential in these areas and improve the quality of your life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi guys, Hi, welcome back on the show, Creators in Saigon. Today we have our guest, his name is Tin, and he's the founder of Garastem and the creator of a small robot called G-Robot. The first time I met Tin, it was at TAID, it's an English language exchange event in Saigon, and one of the topics of the night was time management. At the time I was organizing some uh, events with Tracy about time management and uh, Tim gave us an amazing 15 minutes yeah. talk about an introduction about Eisenhower Matrix and uh, I directly wanted to learn more about Tim because it's the first time I was seeing someone knowledgeable about time management like Tim and, and actually when uh, we had the chance to sit together in a coffee he explained me more about his project Garastem and uh, all the implication it has behind and where he finds his inspiration for, for such a, a really nice product. So I'm super enthusiastic to have uh, you, my friend, on the show today. And uh, I wish that we're going to have a nice conversation. So maybe we can start. You can tell us more about Garastem directly. And Yeah, uh, my pleasure to be here. Yeah, yes. Honestly, yeah. So the Garastem is a company pioneer in manufacturing robots uh, for the majority of people. Uh, so we targeting a kids from eight years old about like eight from you know eighteen, but like everyone can make a robot if they like. So the kids is like more flexible for the children. They can create anything that they want, and you know like it's a platform. It's have a software, it's have a, a hardware, and also have a competition for them to try, to experience, and to work with the other people. And we also have a syllabus for the school, for the teachers, lesson plan for the teacher to teach the kids. So basically, we just create a robot, and the instruction uh, or instructors will be, uh, teachers will be from school, or from the center, or from our partners. Mm. So that's what we are doing now. So Garastam is a, a school or a robot making? Yeah, it's so, a whole program. Yeah, so Garastam is a product. A product, yes. Yeah, and we have a educational materials. Mm-hmm. So we have a small center for testing that material, yes. and we partner with edu- educators. For example, schools, centers, English center also can teach STEM mm-hmm. or toys chain. So they can distribute our product. So for the audience, what does STEM stands for? That should, should be the question to answer. STEM stands for science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. In uh, some way, we call it STEM. We have art inside. Ah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Because like some kids, they have a potential of art. So we're not teaching, you know, pious about only a technical. Mm-hmm. We open a room for art. Mm-hmm. In education, the main purpose is try to 
uh, help the kids to find out what they like. It's about hands-on experience. It's not about the- theory. The kids will experience using our products. They can know what they love. They love about science or they love about technology, they love about engineering. And using that method, they can create a product of their creation. So that is a STEAM education. So this is what I, I like the most about your robot. For me, teaching something to a kid, yeah. uh, the hardest is to actually not get the kid bored and mm-hmm. and down or even not putting competition into the education that we have because the more you put competition, the more you have a ranking of kids and then you have better ones and bad ones and then the bad ones, they get probably super down and it's not exactly, they are not learning as well. Like they don't want to learn anymore. They don't want to uh, participate in this competition anymore. And in your idea, so you are somehow bringing innovation into the education system. So like it becomes a game to actually learn about technology, math, eventually art. Actually, I think you're right. It's also, we could call it art and science. Where did you learn about STEM? Like how did you find out about STEM? So the STEM education, I learned from when I was studying in Japan. Mm-hmm. So I have a time study study master in Japan. Mm-hmm. And then I had chances to visit uh, some schools, see the educational system over there. They focus much on practical comparing to Vietnam. And that found out, okay, maybe their method is different. And I feel interested in finding what they are doing. Then STEM education come to me. Okay, I see that it's potential to change a generation and research more about it. And the more I research, the more I feel it should be a way it should be the way that I can you know, make an impact. So that's why I create mm. uh, the robot. When did you go to Japan? How, how long ago? I was, I was graduated from Japan in 2016, so two, two years before that. So you spent, so spent two years in Japan four years ago. So yeah. six years ago you went to Japan. Yeah. Is that right, yeah? yeah. How was Japan? Which, which city? Kanazawa. Yeah. So it's on my my university on the mountain, you know. Like. I see. Yeah. <laughs> on the mountain. <laughs> middle, middle yeah. Of mountain. Did you see snow? <laughs> was it snow yeah. Right? So it's yeah. very cold. Yeah. Very very cold. Did so you like it? This uh, is new spirits, you know. The first time I was there, it's like shocked because mm-hmm. like it's Saigon, you know, like it's up and down when you work, and then at night you can hang out with your friends. You can have parties, you can have like, many friends to talk, to discuss anything, but like on the mountain, you know, nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just meditation. <laughs> like meditation. But, but the way um, I experienced that is, an, that is something new in my life. Mm-hmm. So I found out, okay, Vietnam have more op- opportunities. And Vietnam has some special, even you know, before I, got, I went to Japan, I decided to return to Vietnam. I want to do something more impactful for my country. So I love Vietnam a lot. But like when it was in Japan, I feel like, okay, I love Vietnam. That's, that's a good thing. Very interesting. Do you speak Japanese? 
Just a little bit, just no introduction because like I study, I do a research over there. Mm-hmm. And some funny story first, like I just have some sentences when I was there. Like, okay, hey, arigato, you know, mm-hmm. I live <laughs> pretty well over there. <laughs> so like people say to me, hey, okay. and then everything after they do action, arigato. <laughs> So that, that was useful to say arigato. Yeah. And, and, and very interesting thing is like, you have to know how to survive over there, right? You have to have a plan for everything. Because you go outside, no, nobody talks English. Yeah. That's and if you go at night, nobody outside. Mm-hmm. Very different from uh, Saigon, you know. Yeah. Saigon, you went outside, you see a lot of people. You can ask, if you lost, you can ask, you know, yeah. in Japan, no. You just see dream. You see, but sometimes you see bear, you know, yeah. <laughs> on the mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot, you cannot ask. <laughs> I worked in tourism for for ten years. I, I remember I went uh, the first time I went to Japan. So when I would go on vacation, I would be like, forget about it. I'm not going to prepare anything. Yeah. So I arrive in Tokyo, and this is the first time in my life that I couldn't read anything. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit! Like this is the first time that I'm going to a non-English speaking country. Yeah, yeah. So I go into the 7-Eleven and I go, okay, I'm just, I just need to find a map. Yeah. So I talk to the old lady at 7-Eleven. I go, map, map, map. Nobody can speak English. And yeah. I think she understands. So she show me the corner. Yeah. And I go, yes. I go to the corner and I see the maps. I take one of the maps. I open it. And all the streets are written in Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I just want to share something about what he said before, like, about the educational method. Like uh, you, are, if you're interested in the way STEM education do, like not about rating, it's about inspire the children mm-hmm. to create the new thing, and it reminds it reminds me about a saying like you cannot teach anyone anything, you just help them to realize, you know what they are, mm-hmm. yes, have what they are having inside. Mm-hmm. So the way we try to teach the kids. Because every student, every kid have different personalities, have different, you know, like talent. How can we teach with very diversified characteristics, personalities like that? We just create environment for the kids to fight what they have inside, the passion, everything inside them. So that is the method. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's so true. So, uh, how hard has it been to introduce STEM education in Vietnam? I I cannot rate it, but like, it's hard. Yeah. (laughs) The first thing is like, about the traditional education. Every parents want their kids to go to university. Yes. And how to go to university? You have to have a good score. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And when you focus on scores, how can you focus on creation? The first thing we have to do is we let the parents see how the kids love it. Well, I can see the hill being so steep already. It's a hard battle, no? Because the parents don't see that usually. They just want their kids yeah. to be the greatest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you talk to the parents? So we just let the parents to see yeah. how the kids love it. Why we are doing it? Because like, the parents always love the, the kids. Mm-hmm. So. The target is not everybody. The target is a parents who have advanced, you know, intention for the kids. 
So the parents say, okay, see, okay, one their kids have more skills, one their kids create something for their life beyond only you know scoring. So we open a an event to school. We see if we can find find that parents in Ho Chi Minh City or in Vietnam, you know, totally in Vietnam. Ho Chi Minh City is a symbol and it's just the first province. If we can do it in the first one, we can, you know, fight those parents in mm-hmm. Vietnam. So then we do an event and we see, okay, the response is good. You know, the parents actually, you know, love their kids. Everybody, parents love their kids. So if they have condition, if they, if they have a person who can teach their kids like that, if they have a tools for that, they willing to send the kids to study more. And so, how do you make that happen? So, we organize an robotic event. So, robotic event. Yeah, in school. Okay. So invite uh, the parents and also the student to join, free. Mm-hmm. It's like a demo, and we say, okay, the when parents see the kids do it, they always excited. So it's different from game online. Game online, like the kids love to play game. But the parents say, okay, don't play game, don't play game. Mm. But when we do this one, we see some parents, okay, say, oh, it's a, don't play it. Go mm. study. <laughs> but many parents also say, the kids, okay, joy, 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 it's technology. Learn it. And those parents is the, is the reason for me to do. Mm. And, the, and in here we're talking more specifically about what we're seeing here, the G-Robot. So you have an exposition and the kids are building that G-Robot and within this you said there is hardware and software, so they, yeah. they learn coding, Yeah, they're in a little bit of uh, building and all of this. AI? Yeah. There is AI? There is AI, you said? It's uh, robotics. Ro- so yeah. the first thing, they study robotics first and AI later. AI will be a more advanced case for, for older kids. Yeah. So it's step by step from basic to advanced. So the way I would describe it, just looking at the box for the audience, it's like, it's like you build a robot out of Legos, but inside there is a computer, and yeah. the kids gets to code the, the computer and the, the movements of that robot. Yeah, it's basically. a bot. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. So yeah. there is a electro- electronic device inside the electronic board, electronic and this can be connected to the laptop. Mm-hmm. or can do it connected using Bluetooth. And the kids can program their creation wirelessly using phone to wire using a laptop. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what we are doing. And, and about the event that you're saying, like you're thinking that the event we are doing is not, it's not like coding. We, we let the kids and the parents to see the application. So for example, like this, uh, so we have a showroom a demonstration, and we also have a game for the kids to using a phone to play. So then the kids feel assigned, assigned, you know, about that, and the parents feel curiosity. It's always beautiful to see what a kid, and especially if it's your kid, what they can create. So yeah. I think that's what we can see with this. Like you know, you give them the box and. It's not about, I think you're right, you're very careful about the, the words you choose to describe this. It's not about coding, it's about creating and yeah. the kid being able to find whatever is inside that he wants to put out into this robot. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I like the way you, you choose the words carefully. It's, yeah. it's not about coding, yeah, very true, it's about the creation. So, yeah. 
very it, interesting yeah because you know like we we are focus, not focused about technical a lot like mm-hmm. technical um, box robots coding is a tool yeah what we want to transform them is what they have inside you know yeah. like creation creativity so, skills it's it's applied knowledge also yeah because usually you have a school like it's the same tables all around the world the same board yeah. the same teacher and they say okay uh, math you have to learn the formula like this mm-hmm. and then the kids are like learning it but then they never really apply it mm-hmm. and in your case it's like the contrary is like okay guys let's build something let's create something and out of it you learn from from yeah. that and an- another example like uh, some kids like to speak mm-hmm. in public but like some kids they also like to roy some kids they like to make something for their friend why in the traditional class they cannot do it so in this one it's a tool so the robot and the coding is a tool for them to do it so what we are trying to do we not try to teach them we try to bring them what they need what the environment that they can do what they love they can create what they like and they can be themselves So do you want someday for STEM education to replace traditional education? So this is a good question and fortunately it will be, be, because you know government now changed the syllabus and all the subjects related to STEM education. So don't they don't teach about physics, chemical separately. They teach about science. So they make a technology engineering compulsory for every kid to study from primary to high school. And we know we have been uh, knowing it happening. So that's why also that is the that also one re- of reasons keep me doing this one. So so you're saying that the government itself is following the trend of STEM education here in Vietnam. So they already took a nation took action okay so they changed the uh, syllabus they changed uh, they, they uh, released uh, a, a book a new official textbook and required every school have to you know use it from which year this past year uh, so the the program is from 2018 okay yeah and now this deployed for grade one next year grade two grade six and uh, technology compulsory from grade three Mm-hmm. So about so it's eight years old about, mm-hmm. and and why how can we know it because like we actually we own the field. I mean like it's when we we talk that we own the field. I mean like we are a soccer player on the field. You know we join a we join a, a an event. We make a connection. We know that they are about to do it. We know some people about to change it, and it can be successful. It can be failed. But if it's successful, when you know I'm talking about the past, when I do it, this one maybe four years ago, how can we know the, you know, if they will change the syllabus? At that time, STEM education is a new trend. Some school use it. Some school, you know, don't did you know like say, okay, this one is no need, you know, okay, get out of my school, something like that. But we know that in the government, some people are trying to make it real, trying mm-hmm. to push, you know, yeah. STEM education into a syllabus. Very good. And the question is, do they, you know, 
can they make it? If they can make it, okay, we are good. We follow this one, writing. They cannot. Okay, Every, I lost, you know, two years of my life. <laughs> so the question I ask for myself, why, why do I return to Japan? Yeah, and is it worth it to do? And if I couldn't do it when I, you know, when I was in, when I was old, do I regret? So the answer is, yeah, maybe I will regret, okay, I didn't do it. If, if the answer is yes, mm-hmm. that's why. Two years, I will do it. If, if I cannot make it, you know, 100% like my dream, yeah. I can make inspiration. And I can be the reason the person in the government, you know, <laughs> see the result from what I'm doing. Maybe they see in the school, they see in the impact. Yeah. And they say, okay, this is the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. And they have a reason to fight in the government and put it in the, mm-hmm. the book. And that happens. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> Very good. I, <laughs> so I, loved, I love what you just said. I, I, I disagree with, with when you said that you might lose two years of your life. You never lose those years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, I mean, and, and the way STEM education is developing in, in the US, in Canada, in France. Yeah. It's most likely going to stay in some form in the world anyway. So yeah. I think you're on a good path. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, like every, every people when every, that has, you know, you are founders, right? Always have questions for yourself. Yes. Okay, if I do it right, if I do it wrong, is it worthy? Mm-hmm. And how can you have the answer for everything? You have the answer for yourself. Find the answer yeah. for yourself, and that is what I find the answer for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but you're the leader. You you need to have the vision. Maybe you don't have all the answers. <laughs> yeah, but you have the vision and and find answers. And then when you have to make decisions, you're the one making the decision, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. good. It's yeah. good. It's great. When you were saying you're the founder, you're the leader right now. So when you have difficult moments and difficult decisions as a CEO, entrepreneur, you know, of your own company. How do you find support? How do you find find help? So when I got difficulty, when I got some challenges in the journey, so I call it a journey because journey. life life is a journey, and startup also a journey. So you so do from the start and you climb up and all you climb down. I don't know, but it's just journey. Yes. It's, the journey means experiences, right? Mm-hmm. The the more you you go, the more you experience. The more you write in your book, the yeah. beautiful stories. And like like every traveler, when you got difficulty, you stay. You 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 don't go. You just stay, thinking about what you are having right now. Which road, you know, like, which plan. And then find find out what you do next, what you missing, mm-hmm. what you do next, and then. <clears throat> When you really, you know, don't think about the future anymore, you don't think about the past anymore, you think about the present, the present you, you will find the answer. It's not maybe, it's not a, the, best, the best answer of the solution, but it's maybe the optimal answer for yourself. When you started all that, like, let's say you come back from, like, because that's, somehow the way we imagine it happened like you come back from Japan you're like okay I want to bring this into Vietnam that's problem number one right it's like where to start and how you how you how to start uh-uh. okay. so how do you 
came out with first finding people you can connect with to talk about it, see a chance in this project and and start to even like implement it to the schools. So the principle that I put for myself is I give everything the opportunity. I mean, I try first. So then, like you say, very good example. Okay, when I say, okay, what I'm doing now? I want to get a good education for Vietnam. I want to make an impact using education. What I do? At that time, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I stay back, see. I see that the event I had in school because I give everything the opportunity. When I give everything the opportunity, I try to do it first. So I got the event, I got the, the feedbacks from the principals, I got a response from the parents. And I see the problem. I see the problem, like if we do it more, we want to make it more, right? The product is very expensive, how can we do it? That's what I'm saying. We don't think about how, we think about the fact. Mm-hmm. We think about what we have. So we say, okay, what do we miss? Maybe the, the only way that can be implemented in a large scale is every student can have a kit and that kit can create everything. That's what we are missing to deploy STEAM education. So what we do next? We create one solution for it. That is affordable for everybody. That's affordable for everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we say, okay. Then next plan, you know, optimal, so yeah, bad yeah. way, something like that. So when you say we, that's what I'm trying to get to. So who is your team? <laughs> ah, yeah, so uh, the only, <laughs> we started with two, only two people. Yeah. You know, and then I asked my friend, okay, can you make it? Okay, can, can make it. Are you sure? <laughs> no, okay. So, but, but I say, okay, if you can make it, I can sell it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it's together we make it, and then this G robot and the first one. The first one, yes, the the very simple one. The, the G robot 1.0. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, uh, the first the first thing that we do is a soy clock. Soy clock. So the clock using energy from oh. soy. Oh, very interesting. Wow. For me, like the way I see it is like you took a lot of risks, and so who around you, aside from your partner, helped you to find the confidence and the motivation, the ability to launch such a project. Yeah. <clears throat> so I want to come back with intention. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, as the beginning, you was very lonely. Because nobody will understand you. Yeah. Nobody will follow you. Because every evidence around them against you the school never use it yeah the government they never allow it <clears throat> so the question see no one so the intention that give their education an opportunity you know give me the action to go to school when I go to school and do an event I find more facts find more you know experiences through experiences we find a way so like for example if you go to the mountain you never see the shape of the mountain right you only know how to go 
on the mountain when you go in the, when you over there mm-hmm. you cannot see you know how can I go you know, how many trees over there yeah the intention to go to the mountain is like ah, I will go to the mountain that's all <laughs> no plan <laughs> so you just put but, your shoes on and yeah put your shoe on true. but the, the, the thing is yeah. like every step you do you have skill and you improve yourself mm-hmm. you find a good way to go go up on the mountain that's it So you're, you're saying in a bit that you were the first person introducing this STEM education in Vietnam or? No, I'm not the first person. Yeah. I am the person who tried to create a kit. Yes. Because I, many other people like also do a STEM education, but they teach it. They teach the STEM education, yes. Yeah, they teach uh, STEM education. And that also one of, one of you know, I, <clears throat> some, one of the people I want to know the insights. So I meet them, I, I mm-hmm. want to know about what they are doing. Yeah, I see. Yeah. If we go back to the image of the mountain, like people teaching the STEM education is already one way into the mountain, you're right now creating a d- different way mm-hmm. that will rejoin at the top for STEM education yeah. with the robot. Yeah, so yeah. there are many ways, you know, to do what, what you want to, for example, the intention, the intention is something very vague. For example, you want to go to the mountain, mm-hmm. many ways to go to the mountain, right? Yeah. Uh, so the thing is like, how can you find your way to go to the mountain? The only thing that I think, I see the problem inside, I see my way, you know, not the other way. Uh, yeah. So. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true, man. It's so true. I, I, no, but I'm an entrepreneur for eight years, something yeah. like that. And there's always like this, you know, like you always have, have some people gonna... next to you and they're like, Oh, you should do this like that, no, no. and then you are like, yeah, no, it's it's true. Like, it's my way. It's yeah. your intention, and also yeah. you're following your intuition. Like when yeah. you go, it's my way. It's you're yeah. following your intuition. What what your your gut is telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you so have any mentors on the way? On my way. <laughs> way to mentors. <laughs> so all, all my, no, on my way. You met. I, I met mentors. Oh, okay. Okay. So, the, so I want to uh, talk to you. and want to share to you about that. You, what you are saying is is right because I, when you do your way, the other will say okay. For example, people will say to me, "Why don't you import I stay products and then you teach? You cannot compare. You cannot compete with Lego, a big organization, in China, or in Europe, in uh, Korea. Mm-hmm. They are very big. So don't do it. So the only answer for what I'm doing is is my intention so when you have your own intention you can draw people join the mm-hmm. journey yeah when it get bigger people will naturally join the journey of course. you don't need to convince anybody yeah mm-hmm. you're right like there is so many stem medication systems that are like products that are out there from Europe Germany or, yeah. or Japan that are already like so much advanced But I'm sure also if the government like decides to take that direction, they will want to have a Vietnamese uh, company to support them, right? I, so, uh, and something made in Vietnam will obviously be a, a first choice. It's a, I, I think I'm going to say a very s- stupid slash simple comment, but I'm pretty sure you know Vin Company when they were making Vin Fast, they heard about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why don't you just import Toyota or yeah, you know, there's yeah, so yeah, many yeah. other cars? Yeah. But people are buying. Vinmark because it's made in Vietnam yeah. and at the end of the day I'm coming back to that Vietnamese pride it's yeah. we have all the tools here to create yeah. something that is Vietnamese 
and yeah, with the right intention. I mean, so yeah, <laughs> and I want to add to add more about that mm-hmm. to more specific. Maybe it's interesting to share. The thing is like when when I go with that goal, there are two things that I can show about that. First, if the parents can buy a Lego ten times more expensive than yeah. what I'm having, they can buy. Why I'm great. That's yeah. the one fact. So, so that with that fact, we will know if they have opportunity. If because you know like they they actually can make it, can buy it. They just have to have a belief and a reason to buy it. Right. So what we are trying to do. We try to increase their belief, increase our product. We make the quality, the good quality, the good quality, the good, you know, the flexible, useful for the kids. So they believe, okay, this product is good and we actually do it. We prove to, um, when we do in Vietnam, the Japan also important. The Malaysia also important. How can we do it? We make them believe. If they can buy, they go, we don't need buy the kids, just, you know, 10 times yeah. more cheaper let's talk about how much is this box so the box is in vietnam vietnamese dong yeah vietnamese dong okay it's a uh, one million eight hundred and sixty that's that's under 100 dollars us yeah and that gives you a role so, yeah it's and it can create a 20 cars model and can teach for many years mm-hmm. are you selling this a lot to the uh, expat community uh, not yet. In, uh, in like like we send, uh, we uh, go to school. You know, like yeah. kids. Because uh. I I'm, I'm pretty sure the expat community, especially the ones that are listening to us, they're very uh, interested in those type of education. Great, and yeah. It's a great gift for kids. I know a box of Lego like this. Very honestly, is one thousand know. US dollar in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Very good. We'll yeah. we'll put all the links. Yeah. Still a very hard journey for you so far yeah sure but you like it I, I can feel your passion every time you speak <laughs> so it's very good how old are you 29 29 oh i still very young yeah very... 35 <laughs> oh 35 yeah uh, i okay. lived a long life I'm 35 okay is it a barrier yeah for why to be young you mean yeah for education yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 uh, so like people are not listening to you because of your age Actually, you know, when we, we talk about health, we talk about education, mm-hmm. we talk about the, the prestige. Yes. The prestige. Prestige, yeah. yeah. The prestige, uh, yeah. yeah like, the... But, but personal brand. Yes. You give your son to a teacher because you think he's a good teacher. And how can you rate he's a good teacher or he's a good doctor? Sometimes, you know, they rate about experiences. Yeah. Young yes. in this field might be disadvantaged. If you are in the technology only, you open a company about software or something not related to uh, to this, so then we say, okay, this is good, this is good. But if you talk about education, hey, how long have you teach? That's a discussion that I have a lot. Uh, sorry, I'm cutting you off. Yeah. It's a discussion that I have a lot about age because age is not a it's not a problem in, in, in the sense because you cannot change your age. Yeah. It, age happens with time only <laughs> so yeah. you will be 35 so mm. your age is a fact and you're yeah. saying that you know with your intuition and, and with your intention when this fact happened why don't you then partner with an older teacher 
Yeah. Has it happened? Or are you looking for those type of partnership? Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. So my my thinking is like we cannot uh, if we do a big, we we if we play a big game. We try to change the future. We cannot do it alone. So we just do the best, do what we are good at. So the thing is like okay, I am young. I have passion. I have knowledge about technology. So the only thing that I convince. The edu the to the parents like the educators see what inside my products, mm-hmm. my passion on it. So when the educators see it, they see the values. With his you know knowledge, yes. we can make something you know complete. And parents trust me, not because I am a good teacher. They trust me because I am a model for the kids. A young guy, passionate about education, try to do it and do the best for the kids. That's what they trust me. They trust my my program because professors say, okay, this is good. Professor, you experience it. So you get good education. The teachers, okay, good. I, you know, government say, it's good. That's what they trust. So basically, we cannot, you know, see, okay, I'm not a good singer. How can I convince them I'm a good singer, right? Yeah. I just convince, uh, convince them what I'm, I'm having. So do you think you're a successful 29-year-old? No, not yet. But like, I mean, I, for I, the parents, I, if they see you, like <laughs> the way you just described yourself for yeah. me as a parent, I would I would say they trust you because they see you as for their kids. They want their kids to be successful like you, 29 years old. Yeah. So I am a successful person on my intention, and the parents of the kids see it. So not comparing to anyone, I am successful to myself. That's it. You know, like <laughs> I love that answer. Be, be, I love yeah. that. Because like if you ask about successful, you know, yes. like it's so hard to, like mm-hmm. many people. Of course, yes, yes. Better yeah, than me. Different vision. Yeah, it different is. vision. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. better than me. Even if you comparing about rich, some people worse born rich. If you compare about the happiness. You go here. Yeah. They, they every day they, they travel. They happy, more happy. Let's not know? go into the comparison discussion. Yeah, it, yeah. It's true. We shouldn't compare. Yeah. But it's, it's very right what you just said. Successful you myself. Yes, you had an intention. Today you have the yeah. product through your intention, your that's success, and that's success for you know like you're on the road to your own success. Journey. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's something like that. Yes. That's why you you put you. you I just you, want to qualify, huh? Would you have any advice to give to your twenty uh, one year old self? <laughs> if you would go back, if you would go back and and like, you would see twenty one year old self, you would be like, hey, King, listen okay. to me. Listen to me. <laughs> Play <a> G-Robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to, you know, explain a little bit about that answer. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Because I... About Garastan, okay? Mm-hmm. The vision is... Why, the name Garastan means the garage of, 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 of Stan. The garage. Garage yeah. of Stan, yes. And it, come, it came from a story that I read uh, a lot of books about uh, creator in the past so I see I saw you know Henry Ford created a, 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 a car. car in the garage many people do you know they have uh, had a, a amazing things on their garage, garage so, yes. yeah garage so the thing is like I want every kid like that you know I see that is a good way so that is a tool for them maybe it's just a first uh, prototype no use cannot use in the in the real life you just, just have a little bit you know, small in their home, it can be a reason for them 
to make a really impactful in the future. So my so with that with that vision, when I met myself in 18 you know, years old kid, I say, you have to play zero ball because in the future you can create something. You know, not yes. maybe not zero ball. Maybe uh-huh. a flying car, something yeah, like yeah. that. Practice creation. And, 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 and with, with, that, with that intention, I, I think that maybe the parents will love it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The parents will see it the way that I'm doing. Like, okay, that kid, maybe place one can have a creation to, to do something. That's why they, they changed the thinking about education. To me, every time we've met, we've started to have like conversation about, about that. It's like, it's... It's conversation I have with my my entrepreneur's friends, you know, where, where we talk about def- like definitions of success. Everybody has the same, like a different definition of their own success. Yeah. How do they challenge themselves? How do they motivate themselves? Yeah. And uh, and and you're all about that today. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's all about that. Thank, yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing. Do you have a lot of inspiration from like because when you when you're speaking yeah. and your English is amazing, by the way. You're speaking a lot like, you know, those 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 speakers, like a motivational speaker. Uh-huh. Do you watch a lot of this or do you have any inspiration from that? Or do you want to be something like this in Vietnam? Actually, you know, like I watch Steve Jobs. Interviews? Not interview, like Stanford, Switch. Okay, yes. Yes, yes. Very famous one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's inspiring. But the things like... The, it's not about... I, I like to... I like people to listen to me. It's not, it's not what I'm try to do and just try to share something mm-hmm. and maybe one parent or one uh, kid or one entrepreneur or one person maybe in the difficult situation they found that every everything is possible so it's not it's not my hobby you know I like to share in creators in Saigon in the podcast you know where three people Dana is not here today yeah. but she's American and She worked in in New York. I, I worked in five different countries in Canada. You oh. created so many companies here in, in, in Vietnam. Mm. But us three, I think we all, you know, we all have our point of view on, you know, work and uh. on working hard, on inspiring people. But one main problem that we all had, and that's where we we're trying to go to with the questions too, is we never manage in our career to balance work yeah. and life. So <laughs> the question I have just asked him yeah, you know, when yeah. uh, when I when we are in and, and uh, what did I answer circle here? circle K yeah. I told you it's difficult yeah, <laughs> it is yeah, difficult, it's difficult. Yeah. so and this is where maybe like one of the the, the questions that I want to ask is you are we define you as the successful 29 year old yeah, yeah. Uh, entrepreneur here in, in Vietnam and so how does a successful uh, entrepreneur in Vietnam manage work and life balance yeah. I had just uh, found out about this when I was uh, at, you know, attending a, a course from Mekong Capital. So before before the course, uh, I think you cannot have you know work and life at the same time. Because when you work, you don't feel life. When you do a journey, maybe your work got affected. So the way that the way that we we are doing is like we don't think about pretty much about the action. Actually, work. And life is parallelly. It means like it's not all, it's end. So it's work and life. Yeah. 
you can work and you can enjoy life. So the the thing is that people say how you think about I have to go to the trip every day to enjoy life. I have to listen to music every day to enjoy life. I have to work my ass off to to be successful. But the thing is, it's not like that. It's like I am happy now when I work this one. I go to a journey. I don't set any KPI for that. I enjoy every moment mm-hmm. when I work. It's my passion. I enjoy it when I go to okay to, today. Okay, after work, I go with my girlfriend. For example, I don't set a KPI. I go to the because when you do it, you think like okay. When I go to when I have dating with my girlfriend, I mean like my work is crazy, no? And your girlfriend would think okay, it's it's a pushy relationship, some something like that. It's not. Your girlfriend doesn't, you know, think about it. Just happy with her today, you know, like in the present moment. Okay. In the present moment, okay. so that is that's the the intention. It's not like, and when you you don't think about that much, you feel work like a palace. If you think about a KPI, okay, I have to work twenty day per per night. Think like when you work you work that you think okay my life is shit, you know. You can work. Mm-hmm. When you go, you go. Your girlfriend, you think about okay. Tomorrow, I got uh, something. You don't think about time management anymore mm-hmm. because you don't focus on the present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the present is like your your work is good, your life is good, your life is good, your work is good. Exactly. Yeah. And and if you are the the third person, you look looking at you know, you, <coughs> for example, you guys. You, if you meet if you meet a student, a fresh graduate from a university, they see you guys very you know, role model, good life parents, happy, always happy. That's that the third people see it mm-hmm. because they see the fact that you guys are doing awesome, but you cannot see it because you see, I have I have to do it, I have to try to work. Hard. I have to try to go to enjoy life hard, and that you cannot see it. Mm-hmm. But your work and your life relative is 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 very related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you can make both. You work, you feel happy. You go to your life, you feel better to go to work. So right now you work and you feel happy. Yeah. You feel happy right now? Yeah, yeah, sure. Good. Glad to share. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you. Uh, that's what you should feel. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, sometimes you got a pressure. Always got a pressure when you work. You know, because you think about a lot about many many things. Pressure come up. But uh, the thing is like that sentence shape many days mm-hmm. around. Of course, yes. Because yes. like when you see, okay, the girl don't happy. And you think that you are a reason. You don't think about you know enjoy the moment, the next day, because you know okay the girl say okay why you coming late? You okay sorry I'm a little bit late tomorrow we go to the you know dinner together. Mm-hmm. You don't think about it. You think okay you may be a reason. So I, for you you see you see work life balance, with being in a relationship. Okay. So that's also interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a good to share. Mm-hmm. The way that we are listening, we actually can experience when we're listening. So the thing is like somebody heard about the stories and what they have got about the stories, 
this is what they they are thinking about the stories. Mm-hmm. But the the most important thing is they have to be in that story. The only way to be in that story by listening. So the things like when I got I I know it's a lot a lot of you know stories about founders and the marriage life they got break up. Mm-hmm. They cannot you know manage work and life, and they thought that okay they cannot do it, and many you know a lot of stories about that. Yeah, and what I'm trying to listen, what I try to to feel that, I try to be in that you know situation. I feel, I really feel you know, honestly, I really feel the the painful of that. I feel the anger of the, the wife. Mm-hmm. I feel you know kind of the misunderstanding of the wife father, and then the the blaming themselves of the father. You have empathy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when I I heard that, I see okay, yeah, maybe that cannot solve it. And then the when I joy, I I I cause I said to you, yeah, you see, work life balance possible. Mm-hmm. And the reason that we think it's not possible because like we are focused much on uh, what we're thinking. We don't focus on the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we have too many rules to. Yeah, we have too many rules. Society to, give us too much rules about yeah. what life should be and what success should be. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and 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 the the most you know the most important thing is is what you know is like. You are good. You are. You are. I. I. Uh, you are good condition. You have a good work, and also you have a good relationship. If you are very good at work, and then you think you are very bad at relationship, you will be bad at relationship. Mm-hmm. You so know? you set your intention. Yeah. <laughs> If yeah. you think you're bad, then yeah, your intention is bad. <laughs> yeah, because I okay, because you got dressed mm-hmm. when when whenever you see your wife, you say you don't understand me. Mm. For example, like that. You know, I think I think like yeah, that. the best work life balance, and then because the rule when I grew up, the rule was to be successful at work and to be successful at wife. Yeah. You had to have a good job, and you had to have a good wife, and yeah. be married before 30 years old. I think this was a bad rule. <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah, the real work-life balance is being in a relationship with yourself. Yeah, in the present moment, and if you're, you know, content with yourself, and that's the real work-life balance. You know, you are very right. Uh, so you think that you happy? You when you got a house, mm-hmm. and then it continue. But it's never enough. It's never enough. Yeah, it's yeah. called greed. Greed. Okay. Yes. Greed, okay. If you want money, mm-hmm. you all of your life, you follow it. Mm-hmm. It's about work-life balance, like you say. Yeah, of course, yes, yes. Yeah. But you like every day you go home, you sleep one room, you eat. <laughs> the bed is lonely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the thing, the the thing is like if you got a one thousand billion VND, or you got ten billion VND, mm-hmm. or you got one billion VND, or you got the salary for yourself only enough. Cannot compare your happiness. Yeah, of course. Maybe one thousand billion, but always thinking how to get one thousand and one billion. Of course, yeah, I understand. Cannot happy, you know, like the person who go to the mountain every day, you know, enjoy the life with the girl, mm-hmm. their wife, you know, more happy, you know, happier. Yeah. 
try yeah, to for sure. I understand the mindset. Like when I was when I was on salary and manager, you know, I was six thousand, ten thousand yeah. dollars per month. I was making good money. Yeah. And looking at the money that you had, you were I, looking I, at like how you can. It was yeah. It was wanting more stuff, more yeah. technology, more yeah. Yeah, yeah, more things. And now that I'm in Vietnam, it's been a year and a half now. I. I want like $500 per month and I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it's very... Uh, the mindset is different because I focus on myself and I focus on happiness. And yeah, yeah. I focus on connections and moments. And yeah. It's not about, you know, I let... Yeah, I I understand what you're saying. And actually, you know, some people say some... Uh, <coughs> I think, you know, every every st- people is different, you know. It's not like everybody people have to be an entrepreneur to be happy. Mm-hmm. You have to... Uh, Fight what, what is really mean for yourself. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you if you like a life, uh, your normal life, be a normal life. Don't don't think okay, he's rich. I have to be rich. Yeah, yeah. So, I, mean, I meet so many young Vietnamese that actually believe like you know oh I need to be like that person or yeah 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 yeah. And it's also like and that's the problem. Yeah, and many people open the company and then. Mm-hmm. And then fail so then pressure and pressure and then there is a moment there is a moment for everything like you know the life of an entrepreneur is very uncomfortable yeah some people yeah. some people raise to that you know to to the discomfort the status but I know a lot of people in our society especially in our society when you're not ready to break out of the rules yeah then sometimes the feeling of being secure. Yeah, is what you need, and it's a lot about how you feel. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, if to feel happy, you need to feel secure. Then don't be an entrepreneur yet. Yeah, yeah. you know, work on your intention. Yeah, set your yeah. you know your ways, and then that, that slowly. Yeah, I, I I hope that this you know sharing not inspire people to open the company. I try to to say it because like some just have you know like maybe. Okay, if you really want to make impact, you know, if mm-hmm. that is the case, and if you see, okay, that's your life, you can you can feel happy about it, do it. But if not, don't do it. But the message I, ha- I have just sent, everybody have a journey, because I think that's a very good message. The message is like, find your way, find your um, intention, and decide what is important for you. What you can be uh, both happy and both successful. Yes. Both happy and successful. Very good. If you still don't know, uh, if you still uh, cannot find your way or find your intention, then just uh, get a G robot and <laughs> start in your garage for now, and then like, you know practice creation, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll get uh, you'll get a sense of that. But for me, I I, I thank you so much for coming it was very very inspiring my pleasure my pleasure yeah, I think it's uh, it's beautiful to see uh, you know like your desire to bring uh, STEM education through this uh, Gara STEM and uh, yeah. DG robot into the Vietnamese education I think it's the perfect time yeah thank um, you I'm very excited to uh, see you know how you're gonna develop this in the coming years the way you're speaking in yeah. English is already very beautiful yeah. very expressive and can clearly set your intentions so I uh, I'm wondering how good you speak in Vietnamese <laughs> and how inspiring you can be you know as a public speaker in Vietnamese so I, for me I would love to see you do public speaking in yeah. Vietnamese to inspire the younger generation but thank you so much for coming thank yeah. you very much
Yeah, thank you, Tain. Yeah, we have uh, one last question because we're creators in Saigon podcast, so we, we like to ask people, when you think of your city, Saigon, what the first three words that come to your mind? The first word is family. The second is culture. And the third one is opportunity. <laughs> so the family is very easy to, to understand. It's my family here. Mm-hmm. The culture is like people, you know, very warming, you know, different from any country that I have been, you know, warming, open-minded. And the last one, the opportunity that can make something, you know, beautiful for Vietnam. So that three words. Perfect. Very good. Once again, thank you so much for coming, King. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And thank we'll you. put all the links for the, the, the amazing G-Robot. I'm going to play with it in a second. Yeah. <laughs> Gareth Tam. And if you, anybody that has been inspired by you to start a company will direct yeah. it to you <laughs> and if anyone in the expat community or in our audience is interested in STEM education we'll be sure to connect them with you okay especially you know like not the schools or anything like this yeah thank Definitely. you very much thank you so much for listening to Creators in Saigon if you liked this episode become a part of our mission to inspire others by leaving a five star rating and review in Apple Podcasts and sharing this episode with your friends on social media This one small act can truly make a difference in someone's life. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and see you next time.